Hello, everyone. This is Sheila Zelensky for February 15th, 2016. I got to tell you, I was a little surprised at the emails that I've been getting in the last week. There is certainly a mixed bag. I'm actually really surprised at some of the responses I've been getting is really incredible, actually. I'm sad to say that some of them not so good, but also some of them really touching. And I really appreciate the people that have stepped up to the plate and really tried to support this ministry. As everyone knows, I have a certain balance that I'm trying to raise for some much overdue equipment. What surprised me the most out of all the responses that I have, and I have a litany of responses from both my website and emails, the plethora of responses and the continuum of where people are at. It's everything from too bad, tough it out, why should you have anything upgraded, right to, wow, I'd buy you a studio in a heartbeat if I could afford it. It was really quite a varied response. Everything from, well, if you would change your position on the pre-trib, probably you would have a lot more support. There were some really shocking responses, I have to say. Everything from, well, just tough it out with the equipment you have, and too bad, lots of people do with worse. It's like, you know what? We don't really care what your struggles are. I listen to your podcast while I drive to work, and can you please hurry up and get back on air? Very surprising. Of course, there was really encouraging ones, too. I really was very touched by a lot of dedicated listeners that really think that this is one of the best shows out there, period. So really did surprise me that it was one extreme to the other. Now, you have to remember, it's not just sound issues. Anybody that reads a YouTube thread. In fact, here's two really good examples. Go to my YouTube channel. If you haven't already signed up for it, I recommend you do that anyway. But go to my YouTube channel and actually look at the Hebraic Roots show that I did with Pastor Langford. And then go look at the one I did, the pre-trib rapture versus post-trib. And I'm going to tell you, those comments there are enough to make anyone want to get out of talk radio. Trust me. You can go have a look at that. The other thing that surprised me was the amount of people that said, I really like your show. But you talk way too much about Jesus. What is this, evangelical hour? Uh, yeah, I guess it is. It is evangelical hour, which, you know, surprised me a bit, too. One guy said, you know, why do you one day we'll talk about Ammon Bundy and the next day it's like the Gaither gospel hour? So, you know, again, there was a lot of different responses, obviously. And I love you too much to send you some of my emails. Just put it that way. When every day, all you're inundated with is absolute discord, dissension, relegating you to the depths of the damned, it attacks, the backbiting, the discord. I mean, you just don't know the half of it. You know, I'm getting to the point where I really do think that it's going to be harder and harder to get guests. Let's face it. I don't think I'm on the same page exactly with any guest. We always are going to have a little bit different take on something. We might theologically disagree on certain things, but where do you draw the line with that? And I guess that's one of the things I've been asking God is, where do you draw the line with guests and their particular views? Do you draw the line at flat earth if you don't believe that? Do you draw the line at Holy Spirit filled? 
do you draw the line at somebody that supports pre-trib? If you're not a Hebrew Roots Movement person, do you avoid that whole crew altogether? Anybody using Yeshua, do you cut them loose? Do you cut the person loose that is a pre-tribber? Do you just have somebody on for the sake of having them? Or do you just have them on and hope that you agree with most things? Because after all, if you just have a few theological differences, is that fine? Do you just compromise on a few things just for the sake of filling a guest spot? I find it harder and harder to have a conversation with guests because there's fewer and fewer that are very sound in their doctrine. And I find that a huge challenge, to be honest. Where do you draw the line with once saved, always saved? Do you just agree to disagree with all your guests? So again, that is one of the questions that I am continually agonizing over, as I'm sure you can understand. So people think it's just sound. Sound is a big part of it, but it's not the only piece of this. The fighting, the discord, the absolute incredible lack of discernment. And then, of course, the other issue is in order to do a quality show, you really do need to have proper staff and the resources flowing in on a regular basis. And so these are really some of the serious challenges. And it's very easy to be an outsider looking in and assume things, because let's face it, a lot of people assume a lot of things. But I don't really think anybody really truly understands the depths of the challenges that I have on a regular basis. And that's just the half of it. Well, you might say, well, you know what, Sheila, no one cares about your problems. There's a lot going on in the world. Pick yourself up, dust off, move along. But here's the thing, folks, if I'm going to be the type of person that says I'm only standing for the truth, then I think my listeners have the right to know the whole truth. They're entitled to know the truth about all my circumstances. If we're a family and we're in this thing together, then it's incumbent upon me to talk to you about some of these challenges. I think that sharing the real challenges is something that I need to do with my listeners. I think they do need to be informed of the monumental challenges in this business. You can just have no idea unless you've done it. And plus, a lot of people say, hey, you shouldn't even be on air. You're a woman. You shouldn't be preaching. You shouldn't be talking about scripture. I guess they didn't read the book of Esther, but a lot of people do not like women in ministry. And don't forget that a lot of people will not come on my show because of my position on the Pope. You'd be surprised how many people are very offended by the conversation of the Pope. There's a lot of Catholics out there that listen to Alex Jones. There's a lot of Catholics out there. So people just don't want to offend their Catholic audience either, I believe. Somebody asked me recently, why are you not on the Alex Jones show talking about your book, Sheila? Hmm, why don't we ask Alex Jones that? Maybe he doesn't want to offend his Catholic listening audience. Who knows? Some guests have told me, hey, if you just stuck to the news, I'd come on in a heartbeat. But you get into all that Jesus talk. So when you make a firm stand for Jesus Christ, it's not surprising that you're going to have a limited guest list. A lot of people have said, hey, maybe if you quit talking about Copeland and Creflo Dollar, you'd start getting blessed. If you'd leave poor Joel Osteen alone, that's probably blocking your finances, Sheila. Another lady told me, if I just shut up about the Pope, maybe God would remove the block from my finances. And like the guy said, well, hey, if, if you would just embrace the pre-trib folks, Sheila, you'd have a ton more financial support. 
you'd be blessed like Rick Walls if you just have more of a mixed bag of gas. Just stick to the news, Zelensky. Stick to the news, the true news like Rick. Forget the healing and deliverance talk. John Kyle doing a mass deliverance on your program. How inappropriate. Maybe if you'd just stop talking that way, then like Rick Walls, you too would have millions. People have emailed me and said, you know, God put it on my heart to support your ministry, but I did procrastinate and I did not be obedient. Folks, I'm not trying to copy anybody else's show. I know what my calling is. I know deep in my spirit what I'm called to do by God. And so a lot of people say, hey, well, if you're doing your calling, things should be much easier. The resources should just be pouring in. And you know what? A part of me really does believe that God just does provide. So when things are not lining up with what you believe deep in your heart, what do you do with that? You know you're being obedient to your calling in full-time ministry, but you also know that many of your own listeners are struggling themselves financially with the economic situation. And it's also hard sometimes to even know what I should be doing. Should I be out there promoting my book full-time? Should I be going to churches and talking to them about the green gospel? I am only one person. I love the healing and deliverance. I love the apostolic great commission work. I love it. I love nothing more to go into a church and lay hands on the infirmed, cast out demons. There's nothing more wonderful and pleasing to my spirit when I have the opportunity to be used by God to deliver people from lifelong bondages. That is amazing to me. And every day it's a struggle to know, really, should I just get off air and do more boots on the ground work? This is one of the things I'm struggling with currently. So I guess it really comes down to this. To answer the question, what I'm going to be doing is I'm looking to God to really direct my path. I'm going on an extended fast for the next 21 days plus, And then hopefully I'll have some more answers. Because I do not want to step out until I know for sure what God is doing. In the meantime, when I raise my funds for the equipment upgrades, I will go back on air until such time. Maybe God is moving me out of talk radio. I'm not fully sure what everything looks like right now, but I do know all the things that I brought up to you in this show, I really do struggle with. And I just really felt compelled to share that with you. I think there's a time and a place to share. My long-term listeners know that I don't always share personal stories until... I feel really compelled in my heart to do so. As I said to you, I've had a Mickey Mouse setup for a long time. And I also know the workman is worthy of his meat. And I really just done the best I could with all the challenges set before me. But I'm just one person. And it really does get overwhelming at times. And so today, what do I need? I need you to pray for me. I need you to hold me up in prayer. And that is what I'm asking for is your prayers. And today... I don't know the next time that I'm going to be on the air. What I do know for sure is that I've given everything to God. I laid my ministry at the foot of the cross, and we'll see what happens. Until then, I will try to do updates. And I am very much looking forward to seeing everyone out at the Hear the Watchman conference. That's been confirmed. I know I'm going to be in Dallas, Texas, the 18th to the 20th. And I've been invited by the one and only, one of my favorites, Tom Horn, to go on Skywatch to talk about Green Gospel. Those two things I know for sure. The rest, 
is all up in the air. But one of the things I do want to tell you, and this is heartfelt, thank you so much to the listeners that did send beautiful letters of support telling me how much my show and my ministry has meant to them. And thank you for the financial support that has come in to date. As of the end of this broadcast today, I have raised $5,286. I do hope to be on the air soon. Until then, God bless you.